Welcome to Platform and Possibilities. I'm your host, Karinje Phipps Benjamin, and I'm so delighted you've taken the time to join me on this platform. I was once a brownie, a girl guide, and eventually a brownie guide leader. I had the opportunity to see many little girls in my community blossom into young ladies navigating their way in this sometimes crazy world. I knew she migrated, but I had no idea she made her way to New York, studied culinary arts at Monroe College, and one day launched and currently manages a thriving business. My once little brownie has grown all the way up. I am extremely excited to welcome Adriel McCoy to Platform and Possibilities. Hi there, Adriel. Welcome to Platform and Possibilities. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for agreeing to have a conversation with me so that the whole world can, can learn about Adriel McCoy. Yeah. Talking about Adriel McCoy, who, who is Adriel? Well, I, I mean, as you know, I'm, I'm a born Ketitian. I migrated here uh, in the States, actually in New York. I'm now located in, located in Connecticut, but I, I migrated in to New York in um, 2007 mm-hmm. for school, for culinary arts school. And I've been here ever since. <laughs> um, uh, I think I'm a pretty down-to-earth person, a bit reserved, but pretty easy to get along with. Friendly, I guess you could say I'm a friendly person. I'm a perfectionist. That's <laughs> something that you should know about me. Oh, my gosh, especially when I'm working. Um, I'm a cake designer, and I started my business in 2012, Sugar and Cream Cake Studio. Right, right. Um, something else about me. I'm a woman of God. I'm a, a woman of strong faith, and I believe that the gift that I that I now possess as a cake designer was given to me by God. And another thing, I think I would like to say, I I like traveling, or I love traveling. I love watching movies. You know, eating a lot of different cuisines, exquisite cuisines, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a, a multiple um, catalog of, of things that, that define who yes. age, right? Yes. So tell me about growing up. You, you are Ketishan by birth, mm-hmm. but I know you hail from that little village of Kayon. Kayon, yes. <laughs> so tell me a bit about family and how you have grown to become that strong woman, woman of faith that you proclaim okay I well I I grew up with my parents my mother and my father and my two brothers and ever since I was born as far as I know I have been in the church and I myself have developed a personal relationship with Christ so I think that was early on in life but then I rededicated my life later on like in my adult years and like since since I was around 21 and mm-hmm. yeah, from that I've just kept growing in the faith, and you know that's what I'm 
all about now. <laughs> going and going and growing, right? And going and growing, yes. Right. And there are how many siblings? Two. I have two brothers. Good. Mm-hmm. And you are the first. Yes, I am the first. I am, and even though you know, actually, my brothers—they're taller than me. They're bigger than me, and. Now, because now they're bigger than me, actually. And a lot of people think that I'm the youngest. They think that I'm the baby. Actually, the other day I was reminded that a lot of people think that I was the baby or I am the baby. Right. And I'm like, no, I have to correct them. I'm like, no, I, I was born first. <laughs> I was, I'm the first born. I hear that. To Lester and Jackie McCoy. To Lester and Jackie McCoy. You have yes. to sometimes that you are indeed the eldest of mm-hmm. the so your childhood, your experience as a lady in, in Kaon, what were some of the things that you think made you the woman that you are today as you grew up among your brothers, cousins, family in, in your little village? Well, just my upbringing, my parents, you know, um, they instilled in us good qualities, garlic principles and, you know, school, they instilled in us uh, that we had to do our schoolwork, and that was priority. <laughs> um, uh, what else? I, I, we we traveled to Canada, and we also experienced different. Because my father, he 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 went to school there, and eventually, you know, we ended up going there afterwards. And he, you know, they instilled in us different. Well, we were able to see things, different things. And different lifestyles and different qualities of life. And I think, you know, growing up around that kind of environment. And also, I had a lot of, I have, well, not had, have a lot of aunts and family members that I grew up with. So it's like the home, the family home base was pretty, uh, it was pretty helpful in in my upbringing i think pretty helpful in my making me a round individual um i think that my my priorities in school as well i i did pretty well in school and in learning and all that um going to you know classes to make my to better myself a lot of different classes like the different languages and um, you know, a lot of different things, typing, all that stuff. Brownies. I went to brownies. I, I, and, and you know this because you were my brownie teacher. <laughs> you know, all these, all these things helped to develop me into the woman that I am now. Yes. They are all lended some part in making me who I am now. Yes, yes. It, sound, it sounds like you had uh, and still have a strong yes. village of support. Yes. Family and the extension of family. Mm-hmm. I'm happy you talked about bronies, you know, because I want to ask you about the. You remember the girl guide motto? Um, no, please yeah. don't put me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> don't put me on the spot. No, I don't remember. I well, really don't. Let, let me see if I could. If you started off, maybe I might. Yeah. Jog your memory. Jog my memory. It's yeah. something. It's something that you can go back to in in reflecting who you are. Uh-huh. In, in reflecting on who you are and how you have had to to be be a success in almost everything you've pursued, you've had oh. to do what be what. No, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. 
if I recall, I think it was BP Theater. Okay, that sounds right. That sounds that sounds like it might be it. I guess I'm not prepared. (laughs) Listen, well, you are prepared in terms of your business. Uh huh. Yes. Good thing. That's a good thing. But Mm -hmm. I do recall you as a little girl being a brony Mm -hmm. and blossoming beyond, you know, your elementary elementary school years or primary school school years, Mm -hmm. and becoming. I mean, I knew that at some point you left Saint Kitts. Yes. I think you may have left before I even left, but oh. but that you you ended up in New York. I had I hadn't you know I wasn't aware, and I didn't even know that culinary arts was an interest of yours. So maybe share with with us what what was the trigger? What what excited you about culinary arts? Well, I loved cooking back home and think it's I would always cook. I a lot of times I would cook for for lunch because I would take lunch to work mm-hmm. um but I would cook on Sundays you know you know how we do back home with a Sunday dinner big, after church big big, big yes big thing <laughs> like six seven eight different things of course. <laughs> so yeah I I I did that I did a lot of cooking and I enjoyed cooking because I loved hearing my family say oh this is good not for the praise but just to know that they're enjoying their meal and to see the smiles on their faces and to just know that I enriched them in some way so that was a passion of mine um and I had some friends and even my loved ones they just encouraged me you know to pursue it as a career I'm like hey maybe I should do that so that's what how I ended up doing that that's how I ended up um coming to New York and uh starting my basically my education career in the culinary arts right that's understood that that foundation pretty much gave you a yeah trusted you in 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 that aspect of yeah of a career but how did you actually define your career or specifically decide to to get into cake baking and to the extent that you've gotten well that is it's completely that was uh, a shock to me because the way it happened was I didn't actually decide this on my own. Um, so basically, in 2012, I I took a leap of faith by mm-hmm. heeding the voice of God and 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 I basically established my my cake business from the ground up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it wasn't something that I had planned. I didn't even know much about baking. I didn't really care for baking per se. It was just something that like spoke to me. And I know it was the voice of God. Eventually later I figured I, I knew for sure that was it that's what it was. But I was still, you know, questioning whether or not this was what I was supposed to be doing because I had never done this before. I had no passion for it. I hadn't I had no desire for it at first. And I had definitely had no experience in it. The most I ever baked was probably like when I was a little girl, you know, trying a few things in the kitchen or, you know, the box cakes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, n- nothing to the degree that I'm, that I'm doing now. So, you know, up in my humble little kitchen in the Bronx, that's where I started designing and sculpting cakes, made to order cakes. I basically started like um, making cupcakes. Um, a couple of cakes and I put them up on Facebook and I was like, Hey everybody, I'm, I'm making cakes now. Come bring your orders. I'll go order your cakes basically. 
<laughs> that's how I started. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a plan of mine. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do this. I just took a leap of faith and I did that. And sometimes a leap of faith. Yeah. Pays off. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So what's it? Sugar and Cream NYC. Mm-hmm. What is how did that name come about? It's actually Sugar and Cream Cake Studio. Um, so here's the thing. It was at first, at first Sugar and Cream. Um, the name didn't really, I really don't know how, it just pretty much popped into my head and I ran with it. Because at first I was trying to figure out a name and I, um, I explored a few options. I asked some friends for some input, loved ones, you know, but I ended up, going with sugar and cream because it just sounded right to me it popped into my head one time and I, I I just ran with it you know right and and also you know what I'm what I was glad for like thinking about it after the fact that I had already called my business sugar and cream cake studio um I was so glad that I had the word sugar in there because you know it reminds me of saying it's you know kind of like paying homage to to oh. where I came from <laughs> Yes. Even though it was not intentionally done, I, it ended up being, yeah, something that I thought was pretty cool. I'm telling yeah. you, it sounds like it was. Oh, yeah. it, is, <laughs> it sounds like it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So then you found this name. It happened mm-hmm. seemingly by, by accident. Yeah. But it hasn't been an accident the extent to which your business has blossomed. Tell us about yeah. it how it has grown in leaps and bounds? Well, I mean, I I can only say it's by the grace of God because I sometimes I don't even know. Like, I literally tell people, I don't even know what I'm doing sometimes. Like, <laughs> I know how to, I know what I'm doing, but you know what I mean? Like, there's just sometimes, like, I'm like, what am I doing here? This is not working out. Blah, 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 blah. Bam, bam, <laughs> boom, boom. And then two Hours later, I have a cake and it's beautiful. And then people are like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I'm like, whew, you don't even know the struggle. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's over time, I have developed my skill, of course. I've developed my craft. You know, I started out and when I started out, it was a little shaky because, you know, I've never done this before, but I just kept working at it. And it takes a lot of practice. It, take a lot, it takes a lot of hours takes a lot of dedication and mm-hmm. it takes passion too because I am passionate about this let me tell you this is not for somebody who is weak at heart like cake decorating and cake designing it takes a lot out of you I right. mean you feel like you're working I don't know digging dirt or something when you're done by the time you're done you feel like you ran you got ran over by a truck <laughs> right. so it takes a lot out of you but it's it takes a lot of uh, passion and desire. So if you have a passion for it and a desire for it, it it definitely works out for you. And and you just keep practicing and keep practicing. You just keep getting better because I've looked over my work from previous years and I've seen such improvement. So you know it it keeps getting better because I keep practicing and. And my business keeps blossoming because I'm getting more and more clients and getting more um, exposure. A lot of people are seeing my work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I saw your work and I had some cake and it's so good. I want to make an order. And that, that's how it keeps going. It just keeps going. And it's by the grace of God because a lot of these people 
I don't even know them. (laughs) I don't know who these people are. Most of my clients I've never met before. You know, I do have some clients of people um, who have ordered stuff that I know, but it's just, you know, it's Mm -hmm. amazing how people just come from all over. And now for my business, I'm, it's growing even more because I'm, I'm, I've now opened up myself to my business to trying to ship cake jars I'm making cake jars now so yes um so now um it's not international not international yet I that's one thing I want to do but I'm national now so I'm shipping cake jars to um Florida you know um Virginia uh Jersey like people want um to try my cakes they're not able to to get actual cakes, you know, that I make and design, but they want to try the taste of it. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing that now. I'm doing cake jars. So my business is growing and developing because, you know, I, I just try to roll with the punches. I try to roll with what's up and coming. What's, you know, what's, what's trending and cake jars. Yes. Cake jars are definitely on trend and they're a great way to get your business out there and to grow even more. Right. So, Good to know. That's a great way to market yourself. So how yeah. are you surviving or managing to to support the demand uh, for for your cakes? One and two. What what does a what does a normal day look like in your kitchen? Um, to you said the to support the demand. Well, but do you have a team to support your your demand for you know filling oh, cakes? Not as yet. I don't have a team as yet. <laughs> I do. Sometimes my mom does cakes because she does a specific um, flavor, like, yeah. you know, the rum cake. Yes. She does that. But um, generally, it's just me. Sometimes I get a little bit of help from other people in my family in terms of, like, purchasing things and um, going to the stores and stuff like that. But when it comes to the actual work, I'm pretty much – the only one that does it. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I, I I pretty much do it all by myself. I'm, I, I don't have, like, I'm pretty busy, but I don't have too much on my plate that I can't do the orders. You see what I'm saying? It's like, so, I have, okay. yeah, I, I, I believe that when my business uh, grows more, I'm definitely going to need help. <laughs> definitely going to need a team but for now I think I, I can manage oh so on a Saturday or, or one of your busiest days what, oh. what 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 what's the number of requests for cakes like um it's pretty moderate it's maybe two or three per weekend but the thing is the cakes are so detailed that they take up so much time. So my Saturday basically starts on Thursday, if you understand what I mean. Like, I'm sometimes I have sleepless nights because I have to do this, I have to do this, do that, do that. There's so many different components to these cakes. And so it's like from basically from Thursday right down to Saturday, sometimes even Sunday, I'm working on orders. And sometimes it's, one order has like five different parts. Like one person's gonna order this, but they want cupcakes, they want that, they want that, they want that. So, you know, it's it's a lot of different a lot of different things that I have to 
uh, do on a weekend basis. Some weekends I'm able to do a little less, but there are weekends when I'm just like, oh, I can't wait till this weekend is over. It's so tiring, <laughs> but but I still manage. <laughs> Sounds like you do a lot, Adriel, and yeah. I commend you for how hard you work and how Thank committed you. you are to your brand. Thank you. What would you say as we start to wind down is something that makes uh, sugar sugar and cream unique? What what do you think is really unique about what you do, Adrian? Um, I would say the attention to detail because from baker to baker, I I and in my my field I've seen so many of us do one cake like for instance a client may come and they say oh can I have this cake and another client may ask another baker the same cake the same cake a few other bakers and I've seen that happen a lot of times and each time I see something like that I look at a cake and I say oh I know what cake that is but mine is so different because this because I put so much attention to detail and that's why you know I guess it takes so much time I I put so much attention to detail into my cake so I can differentiate I can look I can see a cake and oh that's mine even without um putting my branding because I do try to put my branding on there my sugar and cream cake logo um even without that I can look at my cake I know this is my cake this is my baby I made this (laughs) because I I I know it from inside out front to back top to bottom so I, I, I differentiate myself with all the different little details. I like to do little things that set my cakes apart from other people's cakes. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure you, you're proud of, of, your, of your product and your work. Absolutely. Personal and professional growth, what would you say stands out for you? What, what, what about your personal growth? Uh, is, is something you identify, any, any area in particular that you identify from yeah. your venturing into the uh, business into entrepreneurship yes I have become a lot more patient (laughs) I have always known myself to be pretty impatient and this has taught me a lot of patience Um, and I'm still learning I'm still growing in that regard but yes patient I've become more patient because I deal with a lot of different people and let's just say everybody is not the same. (laughs) Every client is not the same. Everybody's not pleasant. So I I have developed tactful ways in which to deal with difficult people. I've developed tactful ways in which to, I've developed ways in which to um, get my cakes done, even when things are going wrong, you know, so I've developed a lot of patience through this, uh, business venture and business wise I have developed my skill to the point where I've done cakes that once looked impossible for me to make like for instance I'm not sh- I'm not sure if you would know what I mean but there are some some cakes that um require structures like like you, you know you have to have like a uh like a, a wood, not a wood. Um, well, you, some people use wood, but I, I use a metal um, structure where the, the cake board is like actual board, like wood. 
mm-hmm. and you have to use you're using screws and nuts and and all those kinds of things and washers and things to to keep your cake secure mm-hmm. and I've I've that's something that always like I've always like wow those people are so good like they are actually making cakes with like building material basically yes <laughs> and I was able to do that uh, I started doing that last year and I'm I'm developing more and being becoming more confident in that. So that's something that I've developed over the years um, in this in this business as well. Good, and that's, and that's yeah. development. So yeah, kudos to you, Adrian. thank you. Kudos to you. I'm so impressed. I am so encouraged by the growth <laughs> that you've shown and how how much your your business has grown from strength to strength in leaps and bounds. Eh? Yeah. Uh, so. Tell us one fun fact about Adria. <laughs> a fun fact about me. So believe it or not, you know, I'm a baker, but um, believe it or not, I love box cakes. I don't make box cakes for my, my clients. I make cakes from scratch pretty much, but I love box cakes. Like I love the taste of box cakes personally. So, you know, a lot of people may think that, oh, that's weird. You like box cakes and you're a baker and you bake from scratch. But yeah, that's me. <laughs> Especially white or yellow cakes. Yeah. All right. That's an interesting fact. Yeah. I, I trust that as we wind down, that you'll be more than gracious to share with us your contact information. How can people reach you to, to get a sample of your cake or to, you know, use your yeah. to bake a beautiful cake for them yeah absolutely my okay so you can reach me via my website um it's sugar and cream cakes.com or people can there's there's a there, on my website there's a a link to well there's a tab where you can go to ordering and then there's a form that you can fill out and tell me what you want and give me as much detail as possible because you, I, I feel as a cake artist, you can never give me too much detail. Um, email is sugarandcreamnyc at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And my number is 347-352-7422. But that number is for text only. So don't call because we don't take... Uh, orders over the phone you have to, it has to be in a written form so you either email text or contact us through the website awesome any parting words for us uh i don't know um i just want to say thank you for once again for having me on this platform i'm very honored that you have reached out to me i just want to tell everybody out there Whatever your passion is, whatever your dream is, go for it. Go for it and just seek it relentlessly. Just go after it because you will find it. It will be beneficial to you. It will be profitable to you. So I just want to encourage everybody out there. And those of you who already started your uh, dream making, you have already begun doing whatever it is that you're passionate about, don't quit. Keep going. That's it. <laughs> I love that. I like to end on the high notes. Yes. Don't quit. Follow your passion. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Adriel, for your words of wisdom and for your example as a young, blossoming, progressive entrepreneur. And yeah. I wish you and your family always the best. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I wish you the best as well. Thanks, Adri. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Platt and Pass. That's P-L-A-T-A-N-D-P-O-S-S. On Facebook, we're also at Platt and Pass. Our email address is platandpass at gmail.com. You can call us at 516-584-3884 or you can simply leave us a voice message right here on Anchor. Goodbye until next time. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. For one, it's free. Two, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today.